A million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we're going to start with Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, who is now off the hook in that rape investigation in South Florida. Now, Mojo, I, I'm sure uh, you remember, I remember, we've talked about this a bunch on the show. It was after game four of the NBA Finals back on June 9th at the Kaseya Center in Miami when a woman accused Conor McGregor of uh, taking her into the men's bathroom at a club in the arena and Conor she alleged attempted to sexually assault her. Now, police investigated for months. Uh, they started the investigation just days after Mojo, mid-June. And now, yesterday, on Tuesday, we broke the story on the TMZ Sports website that police do not believe and, and officials do not believe that there is enough evidence to charge Conor McGregor, no less get a conviction out of him, Mojo. Now, couple things, and I've read this report from start to finish. Cops say, and they did a very thorough investigation here in my mind, they talked to witnesses, they talked to the alleged victim, and they even looked at surveillance footage from inside of the club. They say Conor McGregor was in fact in the bathroom with this woman for five minutes. But Mojo, when they talked to people, someone who was actually in the bathroom with them, this person told the cops that they did not hear any signs of distress. Not only that, the alleged victim's friend who was with her the entire night on the way home heard a phone call between the alleged victim and her mother, Mojo, where she was bragging about meeting Conor McGregor. Mojo doesn't mean that nothing happened in the bathroom, but, uh, you know, certainly I think points to, uh, to, to her not being the victim of sexual assault just hours earlier. One more thing, Mojo. She also asked police if she thought that Conor McGregor might settle with her financially pay her out to make this go away. And that is something that the woman told police as she was deciding whether or not she was going to initially file a police report. So Mojo, you look at all of those different things and that's not all the evidence. You go to the TMZ Sports website if you wanna go through piece by piece, but all those things added up, Mojo, and cops say we're not charging this guy. So Conor McGregor, completely free and clear now. Yeah, Babcock, I remember uh, when we first uh, broke this story, there was a lot of questions a lot of things that weren't quite yep. adding up at the time i mean conor mcgregor i hate to say it this way has to be one of the easiest targets to go after right i mean here's a yep. very very famous guy who some may think he's bigger than the sport of mma yep. as a whole especially after what he's done in the past few years a guy that is worth an obscene amount of money and a guy that does not shy away from controversy <laughs> whatsoever. I mean, obviously we know how many times he's been charged with something or gotten a fight about something. I mean, that, that happens on a regular basis. So well, anyone Mojo, remember that that's the same night and we're at halftime of the game. And he didn't intentionally do this, but he put the mascot in the hospital when he punched the guy. If out of these two things, you almost think that would have been the one to uh, <laughs> maybe take him down or get arrested for. I mean, that yeah. poor guy. I've been inside those mascot suits. Um, you think it would be more padded and cushioned uh, than it really? is. I will just tell you that and leave, leave it there. But yeah, again, Conor McGregor, an easy target. So not surprised someone went after him. I mean... 
the friend is saying this on the car ride home when she was talking to her mother. I mean, you would think if you're talking to your mom, you'd be distraught if something happened against your will. Asking about a settlement to the cop right then and there. I mean, that just kind of tells you where your head is. The sad part is that, you know, you never know. Something could have happened. You know, maybe this situation was a real one. But unfortunately, we live in a world where the reality of both sides um, is a very much possibility here. And, and you hate to see situations uh, like this transpire. But at the end of the day, if everyone said Connor is is off and they settled or put it to bed and it's done, I, I guess it's done. Yeah, yeah. look, there's going to be no charges here. I, I, I will say this, and, and I have no tolerance for anybody who apparently makes up something like this. So if there is clear-cut evidence that this did not happen and it does seem like that's the case, otherwise they would charge Conor McGregor with a crime here, I think that they should look into her now, not only bringing a false allegation seemingly uh, to police, but doing untold damage to Conor McGregor's reputation. And look, I understand Connor's not a perfect angel. I'm not trying to say that, but that doesn't mean that he deserves to have uh, a story made up that he raped someone at a basketball game and you've got everyone in the media, all these fans talking about it. So uh, I have no tolerance for false allegations, especially not in a situation like this. And if she did make this up, I hope that she is the one who paid. All right, Mojo, moving on to the Major League Baseball playoffs. Phillies are on a roll. Blow out the Diamondbacks last night in Philadelphia. 10-0, Mojo. They go up two games to none in the NLCS. But it's what happened after the game, Mojo, that I thought was the most memorable moment from the game. There was a guy who ran on the field, a streaker, Mojo. Normally, they do this during the game, but apparently this fan didn't want to miss any of the action. So wait until the game was over. Ran on the field, turns out still not allowed, Mojo, and the guy paid the price. Take a look. <laughs> the reaction of the players is the funniest. <laughs> that has to be one of the more brutal fan shots wow. I've ever seen. I mean, first of all, these guys were wow. moving, right? I mean, yeah. they got some speed on them out here. Bojo, he ran all the way from the first baseline, dead sprint, never broke step, and bang! I mean, Ray Lewis would have been proud of that. Brother was not <laughs> neglecting pursuit drill when he played <laughs> football, inevitably, year, <laughs> years ago. I mean, that is just 101 <laughs> defensive training stuff right there. For this fan, he is unbelievably lucky that he was able to bring his hands down right before contact. Right. I guarantee you that would have been a broken rib. This move right here is actually a wrestling move we refer to as the pounce. It was actually a finishing move Ooh. of a young Mojo Raleigh oh. for, for years, actually. So this was something I used. Well, how did he do it? Well, if that's the case, my wrestling knowledge sometimes is a little, could be better. Did he do a good job, Mojo? I think he did a great job, but I'm going to knock him down from a 10 to an 8.4 because he got his head behind and not in front. Pivotal oh, factor yes. for the pounce. Right, because you could slip right. He could have theoretically got away if you had your head. I think same thing with football. You've got your head on the other side. He's not getting away. But yeah, look, there we go. Mojo approved. 
When TMZ Sports return, we're joined by Alex Volkanowski to talk about his shocking decision to step in to UFC 294's main event on just 10 days notice. We're talking to the 145-pound champ next on TMZ Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to CMC Sports. Mike Babcock here. Uh, UFC 294, just days away. The card was almost done. Uh, they had lost the main event until this man right here, one of, if not the greatest pound-for-pound fighter in the world, Alex Volkanowski. Alex the Great steps up on 10 days' notice to fight Alex. And it's not like it's in your backyard or, or you're, uh, you're, you're fighting somewhere close to home. You're fighting across the world. So not only is it 10 days, but it's also traveling thousands and thousands of miles. Brother, first of all, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm excited. Like, uh, again, that's one thing that uh, I've taken out of all this, this whole thing. Obviously, it's crazy. But, uh, man, it's uh, it's got me fired up and, and excited. I don't think I've ever been uh, this, this excited for a fight, right? Like, obviously, you get excited, but you go through camp, and it can be – camp can be exhausting. Right. You know, you know, mentally and physically exhausting, thinking about the fight the whole time. Where now I didn't have time for that. So I was right. like – I was like, as soon as I heard about it, I had a smile on my face, and I had, that smile hasn't hasn't gone away even till now. Like, obviously, doing the, the weight cuts and all that and – Nothing but uh, nothing but smiles over here. Alex, it doesn't sound like it was much of a hard decision for you when the UFC called you last week. Walk me through how that happens. You're minding your own business. Maybe you're at home hanging with the family. And then, hey, do you want to fight on Saturday? Walk me through that. Exactly. Exactly like that. Hanging <laughs> with the family. I was actually in between calls. I was with my manager in between calls because we were trying to organize... Um, come, we are coming to Abu Dhabi as, uh, just as, as a guest. Oh, no way. Uh, so, yeah, they were organizing that. Um, and just, you know, some uh, obligations that we might do here, right. some like, you know, like, uh, whether we'll do some media, just what right. not, like, you know, just going to be like a little bit of a holiday, you know, you right. know, it was sort of a, that's what we'll win the, we'll win the process of that. So then my manager called me and I thought he was going to call me with, uh, more information about what we're doing. Right. Um, I think I might've had rain, my, my newest addition to the family, a newborn rain. Um, I might've been holding her and then he gets full goes, mate, you wouldn't believe it. And I'm like, what's up? Did not cross my mind one bit. I'm thinking it's right. through something else. He goes, it's looking like Charles not going to make it. I um, mean, no. they need someone. Because like, I know like, uh, I know the answer. We said this before, that lap bit. is like, I know, I know the answer, but I've got to do my job. I've got to ask you. He goes, oh, what do you reckon? I'm like, hmm. He's expecting me to say no, most right. likely. And then I'm like, I don't know, man. I think this is uh... – I had a smile on my face literally straight away. I started laughing. I'm like, mate, I – I think I, I, I think we do it, man. You know what I mean? Just like, like that. <laughs> he was like, he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, what? You serious? And I'm like, yeah. I was like, oh, look, man. Like he goes, oh well, 
let me know. I can go back to him at least uh, start having them conversations. I go, right. you do that. I'll talk to Joe and my wife. And obviously, I don't want to, I don't want to go against what everyone else is going to want right. to do. You know what I mean? So I've got to at least uh, hear their opinions. Let them know that I'm okay with this. Are right. they? Um, and they were all good with it. You know what I mean? They had nothing but smiles as well. So uh, again, so uh, all right, let's do it. You do your part. I'll do mine. Bring it, up it, everyone. Get into camp. It, insane. Uh, what after the last fight, Alex? What, what did you learn? What? How, how do you go? How do you approach this fight now that you act? have actually spent 25 minutes in the cage with this guy. Let's be honest. A lot of people believe you won that fight, period. Um, what, what do you, what'd you take away from the first fight that you bring into this fight? I mean, like I said, it's pretty, uh, some almost common knowledge, common knowledge. Like, you know, I was pretty vocal about, well, you've seen videos of me saying, man, you know, I know I could have showed him a little bit too much respect. Um, you know, obviously, you know, like uh, with the, the takedown defense, I, I, I always back myself. Yep. But, like, you know, still going to be like, oh, you know, is, is he going to be that little bit stronger? Like, I knew I'd eventually get up, but is he going to have more control time? You know what I mean? So I was a lot more hesitant in things where the beauty of that, I said that straight after that fight. You know, you know, yeah. I showed him too much respect. And now I don't have time to show him respect. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I don't have time to, you know what I mean? I can't second guess myself. I, I can't afford to do any of that. Right. So I'm going in, I'm going in guns blazing, mate. I'm coming in full steam ahead um, and really trying to, you know, finish. I could finish, you know, with a big crazy knockout on 12 days notice. I could finish this rivalry. It could be, you know what I mean? People could be like, man, there's no point seeing this guy did that on 12 days notice. Incredible. So, I mean, like, this is how big of, of an opportunity and this is how crazy uh, this is. Crazy sport we're in and and I guess I'm doing some crazy as well. Will you defend both belts? I definitely. I've, uh, I do want to. Uh, here's something that I, I touched on today. I have been involved in every lightweight and featherweight fight for the past over 12 months wow so yeah so you gotta Title remember fight. even last year yeah. last year for the the i was here making weight you gotta remember yeah. that yes of course and then i did every other featherweight fight and i did i'm doing <laughs> this lightweight fight this to, uh today oh sorry i'm uh, doing this fight this week right i did it earlier in the year i was here for that one and i did every other featherweight fight for however long so you're telling me I can't keep two divisions busy? I've done that. I've been the, I've uh, I've did exactly what you would expect me to do if I was keeping two divisions busy. Uh, you know what I mean? I've done that. Absolute fact, Alex. Thank you so much for your time. It's UFC 294. This man saved the card right here. Uh, go, go get it done, Alex. Thank you so much, brother. No worries. Thank you. Make sure you tune in. It's gonna be big. Mojo. We're finally hearing from Terrell Owens. T.O., of course, we told you yesterday, and this was the mo one of the most bizarre stories, but T.O. loves basketball, was playing in a game Monday night in Calabasas in, uh, in L.A., and he got into an argument, Mojo, with uh, another player. Well, it turns out that this guy allegedly then hits T.O. with his car. I know, so strange. We talked about it yesterday. Now, Mojo, we are actually hearing from the Hall of Fame wide receiver who is, again, breaking his silence now for the first time. So T.O. posted some highlights from the game. No car hitting here, but uh, just some basketball highlights. But here is uh, what we want to talk about, Mojo. So here's what T.O. had to say. I do not own rights to the music. Of course, he's referring to DJ Khaled in the background. But I do have a right to protect myself. Hope the car is okay. <laughs> T 
Theo breaking his silence. And good to say, Mojo, that he is okay. I will say separately, too. I had asked Terrell if he was doing okay to hit me back last night, finally. And he said, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling fine, not injured at all. So uh, good news and funny stuff from uh, Owens. Yeah, I'd love to be in a situation where I can uh, be hit by a car and ask if the car is okay. I am still sore from when you got excited and you grabbed me when you were here. So you could, I also believe you could do damage to a car. I really have no desire in finding out for sure, so I'll just take your word for it. But uh, yeah, what a ridiculous situation. I can't believe that we've spent two days laughing right. about a situation where T.O. got hit by a car that he's laughing about it too, that he's totally fine. This has been a very light and and fun story right. to cover but uh here we are at a guy like to who has always been wildly entertaining over the years but uh yeah i don't know i mean babcock you tell me is this something that he puts like on his resume hey like hall of famer record holder all right these things? right Ten thousand plus yards and got hit by a car and the car was the one that got damaged yep Mojo, I think you're going to like this one. This is probably my favorite story uh, that we're talking about here on the show today. So uh, Donna Kelsey, Travis Kelsey's mom, Jason Kelsey's mom, too. Uh, she has gotten a lot of attention. You know, she has been sort of rubbing shoulders in the suite with uh, Taylor Swift as they watch Travis play football, of course, for the Kansas City Chiefs. But where is the love for dad? Dad, Papa Kelsey, Ed Kelsey. Well, if you watch Thursday Night Football, of course, the Chiefs beat the Broncos. You saw Ed was in the boot. There he is. There's Ed. There's uh, Taylor Swift. So Ed actually got some FaceTime, and he got some, some time, a chance to talk to Taylor Swift. Well, come to find out, Mojo, that that absolutely terrified Travis. So Travis and Jason Kelsey doing their now very popular New Heights podcast, and the uh, topic turned to Papa Kelsey Listen to them talk about what the conversation might have been like between Taylor and Ed. It's funny stuff. If you were watching the game, you saw something uh, momentous happen. Momentous. Which was Taylor Swift talking to uh, Ed Kelsey. Yeah, Taylor talking to Dad. You already know. You know Dad. Like, I know Dad. Which is, he shouldn't be talking to Taylor this Swift. Is a, this is a terrifying <laughs> conversation. I felt terrible. I felt terrible for uh, Taylor for being in this. Talking but, to mom. Um, all right. That's, you know, that's going to be fine. Delightful. It's going to be a, a wonderful you see, conversation. If you see dad talking to anybody and you can't hear what's happening, who knows where that conversation's <laughs> we going. Can't, we can't keep kicking dad just because we enjoy doing it, man. Our dad is the yeah. best dad in the world. He, he is. is. He is. He is a great uh, converser or a conversator. I'm telling you. However you want to, however you want to put it. He is gregarious. Gregarious is the word, Babcock. Very talkative. It sounds like dad doesn't have a filter is what it sounds like. That's that's exactly what it is. But I love that we're actually hearing from dad. We're actually getting to see dad's face. I mean, I we almost always see Donna. We never see pops. And, you know, usually Babcock, there's a reason for this. Usually, you know, I can't say usually, but sometimes one parent loves the spotlight. Right. They like to be in the center right. of attention, mixing it up. They're good at it. Yeah. And then very frequently you have one parent who doesn't want to be seen whatsoever, right. who wants to 
hide in, in pure daylight and not be on the mic whatsoever. But to add to that, Babcock, sometimes you have one parent that's like a great wingman or wingwoman for you. That's, right. that's the parent you want to make sure the, the person you're dating meets to uh, finalize and bring home the deal. <laughs> But then you have the other parent that likes to go out of their way to humiliate you, embarrass you. Uh, that would be my dad for me. That's, uh, <laughs> we don't introduce first-time dates to pops until it's like way down the line, just to make sure. But uh, that's, I'm guessing that's what this situation is. Seems like they have an awesome relationship with their dad. Yes. They just uh, got to watch out around them. All right, Mojo, we are just about out of time. I'll say this, though, before we leave. UFC 294 just three days away now, and I cannot wait for this card. Kamaru Usman versus Hamzat Chimaev in the co-main event at 180 pounds. This fight is as good as it gets. I don't know who's going to win, Mojo. There's been one guy, though, who has been in the octagon with both of them, and only one guy in this whole world, and that is UFC star the guy right there who is punching Kamaru, Gilbert Burns, tomorrow, Mojo, and there he is punching Hamzad. So no discrimination here. Mojo, tomorrow we're going to actually be joined by Gilbert Burns. Going to get his thoughts on this fight. Again, there is not anybody who knows these two guys better than Gilbert. We're going to see what he thinks, how he thinks this fight's going to go, and who is going to win. That's tomorrow with Dorino. Cannot wait for that. Should be pretty great, Mojo. Absolutely, Babcock. Gilbert Burns giving us the scoop on both yes, fighters should definitely make tomorrow the best show since today.